So back in the 16th century, the Anabaptist Dirk Phillips described the time that comes before a baptism as a pregnancy that leads to a new birth in Christ. Just think about that a little bit. The time before baptism is a kind of pregnancy that leads to a new birth in Christ. And over the years, one of the things that I've discovered as a pastor is that each of these spiritual pregnancies is wonderfully different and unique. Some of them only last for a few weeks. Some of them last for a few years. But along the way, I've learned to patiently trust God's good timing so that every new birth is never rushed nor delayed unnecessarily, but comes just at the time where the person is ready. Five years ago, Gavin, I did a little research. You participated in our very, or your first Exploring Faith class. Then two years ago, at his request, during the very darkest days of the pandemic, Davin and I started meeting out in the courtyard one-on-one. -on -one. He's a brave guy meeting with the pastor one-on-one. -on -one. And not just one time, we met eight Saturday mornings together to talk, to pray, and to reflect together on the great ark, salvation ark story in the Bible, beginning with the people of Israel, then the prophets, and then culminating in the story of Jesus. And I have to tell you that at a time in the pandemic where everything in the world felt like it was falling apart, remember that feeling? Sometimes we still have it. Davin and me meeting together felt like an act of fierce hope. And then last month, Davin and I went out on a walk and talked together in Musser Park. And he shared how he had spent the last 18 months reflecting and recently listening to the Bible on his phone. I didn't know you could do that. And then at the end of our walk, we sat down on one of the benches in, in Musser Park and we prayed together the simple prayer that is in front of you in our hymnal today. Dear Jesus, I confess my need of you. I'm sorry for my sin and I trust that you forgive me. I accept your love and grace for me and I welcome you into my heart and into my life. Help me to believe in you and love you every day and help me show the world how great your love is. I commit my life 
into your hands. Amen. And after we had prayed that prayer together, Davin looked at me and said, I'm ready to be baptized. And I said, let's find a date. <laughs> and that's how we got here today. In our gospel reading today, the risen Jesus meets up with his 11 disciples in Galilee. And Matthew, thank God for Matthew, he tells us that some of the disciples worship Jesus, but that others of them, did you notice, still are filled with doubts. Jesus is right in front of them, and they still are filled with doubt. What are they wondering about? Maybe has Jesus really been raised from the dead? Dead? Has he really forgiven them for their denial and betrayal and unfaithfulness? And the wonderful thing is that it's to that motley crew of disciples, of doubters, very much like us, that Jesus gives his great commission. Did you ever think about that? Go, he says, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And friends, what this means is if Jesus lovingly works with these doubting disciples, then there's great hope for wavering people like me and like you. We don't have to be certain about everything. All we have to do is to take that next loving step of faith. And notice that Jesus calls us not just to make converts who believe in Jesus, but keep on living like everyone else around them. No, he calls us to make disciples who are learning to follow Jesus in every part of our lives. And since Jesus taught us to do some really difficult things, amen? <laughs> How about, is there anything more difficult than loving our enemies? He makes us a very crucial promise today. He says to us, I will be with you. I will be with you every step of the way. And one of the crucial ways that he keeps this promise is by being with us in a very special way when we share this meal together and when we gather together on Sundays for worship. One last thing that Davin and I often talked about is that baptism is not a sign of spiritual perfection. Otherwise, who would ever be baptized, <laughs> right? No, it is the start, the beginning of a lifelong and transformational journey with Jesus and his followers. And that's what Paul is talking about today in Romans 6. 
when he describes this mysterious dying to our old self and rising to new life, a new birth in Christ. And Davin today will be symbolizing that for us. When he kneels down and then after baptism rises up to his new life in Jesus. And friends, do you remember what the early Anabaptists said about a spiritual pregnancy leading to a new birth in Christ? <laughs> what that means today, folks, is that we are all crowding in the delivery room to see Davin born into his new life in Christ. So welcome to the delivery room this morning. Amen.